Hi, welcome to Skip's Corner, where I cover Nashville's baseball history and events and introduce you to players, coaches, and other fans. My brother Jim and I always took great delight in hearing our grandfather, Jack Waddell, that's mom's dad, tell stories about traveling. He was a traveling salesman. In his early years, he was a boxer. My brother has detailed some of those stories. Uh, he also taught Golden Gloves in Nashville and also in the Navy during World War II. But I remember one time we were young and, and we were talking about baseball. And he said, you know, there's a misprint in the Bible. And we would say, well, what would that be? And he'd say, well, Genesis 1-1, most people think that reads in the beginning, but it doesn't. It reads in the big inning because God was a baseball fan. Well, we always got a big hee-haw out of that. And I've told that story many times to my children and also maybe even in this podcast, early podcast, I don't know, but it's always fun to tell that baseball is scriptural, he would say. Well, there was a big inning in Nashville in 1959. When Memphis was visiting Nashville Sulphurdale to play the Vols, it was a Friday night on May the 8th, 1959, and it turned out to be an amazing big inning. It's early in the season, and Nashville's record stands at 15-11, and 11, uh, one and a half games behind eventual pennant-winning champion, the Birmingham Barons. And Memphis has a 13-11 and 11 record, one game behind the Vols. Now, to set this up, I want to tell you about the managers. The Memphis Chicks have a great manager. He is Luke Appling. He's a seven-time All-Star who won the 1936 and 1943 batting titles with the Chicago White Sox. 1959 was Appling's return to Memphis as manager, having been there in 1951. In 1952, when the club won the Southern Association pennant and Dixie playoffs over the Shreveport Sports. Then again, in 1953, when the Chicks won the Southern Association regular season championship outright, they beat Nashville by two games in the standings. Now, Appling was a great player. He spent 20 years in the major leagues, all with the Chicago White Sox. And he was only out one season in 1944 when he was serving in the military. Nicknamed Old Aches and Pains because he complained about back trouble and different things like that, and the teammates gave him that nickname. He was named to the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1964. Now, Nashville's manager, Dick Sisler, was also a hero his dad was George Sisler, who is in the Hall of Fame as well. Sisler hit a home run, a 10th inning, opposite field, three-run home run against the Brooklyn Dodgers that gave the Philadelphia Phillies Whiz Kids the club's first National League pennant in 35 years. That took place in 1950. Now, back to May the 8th, 1959, a Friday night with 2,672 fans on hand to welcome the Vols in the first game of an 11-game homestand. And it was a night for a yogiism. It ain't over till it's over. So we're going into the bottom of the ninth, and Nashville is trailing Memphis 7 to nothing. And fastball pitcher Jack Brown had held the Vols in check for eight innings, allowing only six hits, and he was never really in serious trouble during those eight innings. But the bottom of the ninth, the remarkable comeback begins as Buddy Gilbert singles to right. Phil Scharcher follows with a ground ball hit to right that hopped away from outfielder Lee Howell for a double, and Gilbert stops at third. Haven Schmidt bats for the pitcher, Howard Rotomora, and homers over the left field fence, scoring Gilbert and Scharcher ahead of him, and the score is now 7-3. to three. Carlos Castillo comes up and singles to left center. 
and Tommy Dotterer singles to left, and that causes a pitching change by the Chicks manager who brought in left-hander Dick Plice. And with men on first and second, Marv Blaylock singles to center, and Castillo scores, and the score is now 7-4 to four as Dotterer stops at second. Crawford Davidson lines a single to right, loading the bases, and another pitching change for Memphis happens as Appling calls for ace reliever Bill Slack. Fan favorite Chico Alvarez promptly hits a single to right, which scores Daughter, leaving the bases full, and the score is now 7-5. to five. And up to bat comes Burley Falls catcher Eddie Irons. Nobody out. He hits the first pitch, and the ball heads directly towards Memphis center fielder Elio Toboso, who had robbed Phil Scharcher of an extra base hit in the bottom of the fourth when he snagged a long drive by the ball shortstop with a one-handed grab. This time, Toboso looked as though he had a bead on Irons' drive, but as he charged the ball, it suddenly sliced to the left and began to rise over his head. Toboso never touched the ball as it bounced around the center field fence. Alvarez scored with a winning run to end the amazing rally with Irons standing on third base with a triple to give the Nashville Vols a win. They had scored eight runs to win eight to seven. Now, this is the amazing part. There are no outs, no walks, and no errors during the inning as the Vols wrap nine consecutive hits for eight runs. Sister said he'd never seen anything like it. I've heard of bigger rallies in the ninth, though not much bigger, he said, but never have I heard of anything happen just the way this one did. And if Luke Appling had anything to say about the game, neither the Memphis nor the Nashville papers wrote about it. And you know, they may not have been able to print it. Well, that's a great story about Nashville's amazing rally. I have looked for rallies such as that in the bottom of the ninth through some of the records that I have found, and I can't find one in the bottom of the ninth with no outs where somebody comes back from that far behind scoring eight runs in the bottom of the eighth, and especially with no outs. An amazing rally for sure. I hope you've enjoyed this segment of Skip's Corner. I hope you'll come again soon and hear more about Nashville baseball. And if you want to write to me, my email address is 262downright at gmail.com. And I want to take a minute to thank David Nipper. David's my nephew, but he's the producer of this of all the segments of Skip's Corner. He does a great job. He's my digital guru, a real wizard. Uh, in, in his own right. Thanks again.